Greetings, fellow Earthlings. Welcome to another episode of And Another Thing with Dave. Seeking the truth, exposing the lies. Remember, together, we are unstoppable. Keep on digging. Now there's no excuse. Oh, there's Cannon. There he is, right on time. Uh, there's uh, And Another th Another Thing. But you know what they say, on time is late. So I don't. I, That's I mean, true. You know, <laughs> not in not in Iowa. On time is like thirty minutes early in Iowa, which I learned when you're, when you're hosting a dinner party. People just start walking in your house. And you're like, bro, I'm not even done with the cookies. What are you doing? <laughs> like, we, we, get out of my house. We'll wait for Gay Republican here, then we'll get started. I'll do a little, uh, a little bit of a lead in. Can I give a real shout out to Bjorn real quick? Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, what you what you what you and Lee did the other night on another platform was awesome. Yeah. Like you 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 hold your own. I know you always do. You should sort of throw you a couple curveballs, but you hold your own, and it was a really good talk. Really good talk. Thanks. Yeah. So I don't. Like, it was, like, kind of, like, I don't know, like, I couldn't, I don't know if it was, like, my Twitter needs updated or something, but, like, it was, like, really, like, I could hear some of it, and then, like, it would keep, like, it was, like, keep, it kept cutting out, so I don't know if it was, like, maybe yeah, my well, connection, too. No, um, if I, if I try to, like, go, like, keep on listening to it, but then try to go to something else, it would throw me all, 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 all together, so that was kind of weird, but besides, I heard everything. Okay. All right. Well, we're, we're waiting for Gay Repu uh, the adorable, de uh, adorable, deplorable here. Uh, while we're waiting, uh, has everybody met and another thing? Oh, yeah. I have heard him in the streets, but I have not had a chance to talk with him. Uh, we've nice to meet you. Oh, we have. Yeah, he's left. He's left. He's left uh, messages on our talks before. Okay, then sorry. I'm. Man, Cannon. Come on, dude. <laughs> you don't remember the name of everyone who's left messages? Come on. What a jerk. We got JP in the audience and Andy Castro. Big ups. Give us one second. We're waiting on our our, uh, our late arrival here to the, the, the panel. Adorable, deplorable. I don't know where he is. Let's see if... Uh, he was on. He was on a couple Right to talk here. Let's see if I can. Get... He He's on a live right now. He was literally just talking. He's That's on a live right now. So I don't know if he like ditched us tonight. Maybe he ditched us. Tonight. I don't know. Oh I'll no. Nope. <laughs> oh uh, no! I did that. I did that to piss you off because you weren't responding. So I had to unfollow you, refollow you, message me. You're not following me. No, but I got your attention. There he is. So you're not following me. <laughs> Hold on. You're not following me while we're addressing the issue. Ooh. <laughs> Getting spicy right. here. Just, just chuckle. That's right. Just chuckle. Well, well, in all fairness, in all fairness, my comment led you to just indulge in a 45-second dialogue about me. So I think either way, I'm still leaving this situation the winner. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right gentlemen i'm gonna read this little lead in here and then i'll do the uh, little little theme music that just because i like playing with it and then we'll uh, get to it how about that everybody good yeah all right here i'm excited all right here we go here comes the lead in gentlemen the First Amendment states that Congress shall make no law respecting the establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of the people peaceably to assemble. 
and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. This concept is widely considered to be the most important part of the Bill of Rights, and it protects the fundamental rights of the conscious, the freedom to believe and express different ideas. The right to speak and the right to publish under the First Amendment has been interpreted widely to protect individuals and society from government attempts to suppress ideas and information and to forbid government censorship of books, magazines, and newspapers, as well as art, film, music, and materials on the Internet. The First Amendment only protects, prevents government restriction on speech. It does not prevent restrictions on speech imposed by private individuals or businesses. Facebook and other social media can regulate or restrict speech hosted on their platforms because they are private entities. More recently, this idea has been challenged by many right-wing pundits who have found themselves on the wrong end of permanent bans, as big tech censorship has provoked interest in new civil rights statutes, state laws that would bar the companies from viewpoints to viewpoint discrimination on their platforms and services. The debate over internet freedom and tech censorship is a modern example of an issue whose history can be traced back to the time of the founding fathers. Public schools and libraries as public institutions have been set, uh, the setting for legal battles about student access to books for decades. Critical race theory, or CRT for short, is the latest target of would-be censors demanding restrictions and censorship and censorship of materials and ideas in public institutions. Tonight, We'll discuss the pros and cons of censorship, the effects censorship has on freedom, education, art, and other aspects of life, and whether or not big tech companies should reserve the right to censor certain individuals or opinions it views as a threat to their platform. All this and more tonight on the commentary table. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the commentary table table for uh, what is it, January 28th, 2022. Uh, with me today is uh, Mr. Bjorn and Cannon, as always. Uh, What's, uh, and, uh, What's going on? And joining us, our, our, our guest today, it's a, it's a full table today. So we have uh, Mr. Real Talk all day, the uh, creator of the uh, IV. FTA is that I believe I said that right right it's views from the arch I it's views from yeah yeah I got that right podcast how are you doing Mr. Uh, Mr. Real Talk I'm doing good thank you for my uh thank you for taking me as a late arrival I appreciate it as always always brother always uh also joining us is and another thing I don't is that is that how you want to be referred to I don't know what you want to be re referred to is that uh sure no, all right that works. and another thing Who's another Korean. podcaster, uh, voice actor, right? And uh, yeah. so I'm expecting I'm expecting some like voice acting going on tonight too. No, I'm just kidding. Go away. <laughs> and Mr. Uh, adorable, deplorable. It's been a while. I mean, we spoke recently, but it's been a while since you've been uh, been on the table here. It's good to have you back. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Although I'm a little offended, you said, "Ladies and gentlemen." And uh, for the evening, I will be identifying as a meat popsicle. So you misgendered me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Now, is that a, a meat popsicle? Is that a uh, they or a, I'm not sure what is the the pronouns for that? My pronouns are, are Zim and Zer. And, um, you know, this conversation is a demonstration of your white privilege. I am very, very, very white for everybody who actually knows me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, so before we actually get started on this conversation, I did I did want to get a take because we we're gonna. This is pretty pretty big news uh, recently out of uh, 
out of the Supreme Court, right, out of Washington, uh, Justice Stephen Breyer, an influential liberal on the Supreme Court, to retire. Uh, and Joe Biden has uh, committed to, um, sorry, let me uh, get my notes together here. Uh, Joe Biden has committed to uh, appointing a uh, black female judge to the to the Supreme Court. So uh, I just want to get everybody's thoughts on that because it is a big deal. This is a pretty pretty big deal. So uh, starting with the the person on my where am I on my right, Mister Real Talk. What do you think, brother? Yeah, I mean, I I think for the sanctity of the court that uh, having another liberal judge is pretty it'll be really healthy. Uh, anything other than that would be very detrimental. Um, her her race and gender to me are, are, are relevant. I'm I'm really curious to see his nominee or nominee and their in their politics and, and and what they sort of stand for. So I'm actually excited to see uh, what this president's going to produce as our Supreme Court justice. Bjorn, what do you think? Yeah, I'm excited. I know that the uh, couple of uh, front runners. Uh, Judge Katanji Brown Jackson um, and the other uh, court justice Leandra Kruger. Um, you know the exciting things they're both pretty young um, and uh, you know they're respected um, judges so it'd be interesting to see if those are you know one of those top choices goes um, and you know I think that clearly like Biden's gonna put up a liberal um, and I guess we can cross our fingers that cinema and mansion join in with the vote. If they don't, we're hosed. Um, if, if the vote goes as expected, it'll be a 50, 50 vote. And, uh, Kamala Harris will, uh, make the tiebreaker. So we shall see what happens. All right. And another thing, what do you, what do you got, brother? What do you think? Well, I, uh, I agree with real talk. You know, the policies come first for me. Um, I'm not big with identity politics, um, but, you know, I did just see a tweet. Brianna Joy Gray, who I love, uh, said, I'll do it. <laughs> and for those who don't know her, she this is from uh, Wikipedia. She's an American political commentator, lawyer, and political consultant who served as the national press secretary for Bernie Sanders' campaign in 2020. Ooh, that could be interesting. Uh, Cannon, what do you got, brother? Um, I love the fact that on on, uh, on the Fox News and a very different, like, social, uh, excuse me, uh, conservative sort of media, their hair is on fire right now. Um, why does he, this, this is why we're so divisive, because he says he's going to put in a, a, a black woman, uh, you know, that, 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 well, you know what, he said on the campaign trail, he said that, he made his promise on the campaign trail, and, this, the, you know, the, um, he hasn't had a lot of real good layups right now, um, and this is one of them, um, you know, hopefully, like what Dorn was saying, hopefully we get to a point where, you know, all the Dems could be on the, this, the side of this and not play their little tricks that they've been doing recently, um yeah and uh, and one of the four, one of the forerunners is from South Carolina also so yeah adorable deplorable what do you got what do you think brother so <laughs> you know I think a lot of people are probably expecting as a conservative me to you know tout the identity politics tantrum but you know for me I, I think realistically Biden's making the right move with uh, not only a female 
uh, which is severely needed more in our governance structure, uh, but to nominate the first uh, black female to the judge is paramount. You know, when Justice Thurgood Marshall took his seat on the Supreme Court, it was at the height of the civil rights movement in the 1960s. Uh, the Voting Rights Act and the Civil Rights Act were just newly minted. And, you know, Justice Marshall himself, as a, a strategist of the movement, arrived as the country was grappling with uh, legal implication of the work needed to uh, tear down some of the uh, racial inequity that we saw in the country at that time. And, and I think undoubtedly we're seeing the same thing again. A lot of states are introducing some voting rights legislation meant to suppress some of the minority votes. Um, you know, we're seeing some other legislation that's threatening basic civil rights and, and human rights as a whole. And so I, I think it's really important uh, that this what this nominee is going to signify. Um, ideally, and hopefully, whoever he nominates, I'm sure, is going to have a very strong pedigree, not only judicially, but in regards to the work that they've done in protecting basic rights in this country. So for me, I, I think it's, it's the right move. And I think it's really what's needed right now uh, on the bench and for America. Wow. I did not expect that, Mr. Dorba, I'll be honest. But uh, you know what? Actually, I did. You're you're actually more you're not as conservative as you think. We'll change. We'll, we'll get you here. We'll, we'll convert you here uh, before you know it. Keep hanging out with us. But uh, I do agree. And I think, you know, it's one of those things like when when people I, I, I've seen a lot of arguments that this is uh, discrimination. And I think uh, it, that's a that's a foolish argument to make, considering that well, I believe it's one hundred and uh, let me see, I don't want to 114. I believe of the or 114 of the 120 some justices or something. I, I got to get that number. I was looking for that um, have been white males. So you can't really argue that that this is an attack on white males because clearly uh, plenty of white males have been uh, qualified enough to uh, sit on the uh, uh, Supreme Court. So I think just, you know, adding adding um, diversity and representation to the Supreme Court uh, is is very important. I think it's a good thing. But uh, anyway, uh, does anybody else have anything they want to uh, add to this uh, little side side conversation here before we uh, get to this message and move on? Um, real quick, I mean, you got to remember, they, they sort of pulled the same thing with um, them being the, uh, the conservative media. They sort of pulled the same thing with Sotomayor. So like, you know, when Obama, when, when Obama uh, put her up, it was like, oh, well, you know, just because she's, you know, she's uh, she's a Puerto Rican and da 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 this and da 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 that, you know, and it was just like, no, she's qualified. I mean, plain and simple. It, 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 it doesn't, you know, does it help or benefit the fact that her, you know, her backstory when it comes to judging certain things, um, her being a minority and a woman, yes, but that wasn't the reason why he picked her. Uh, I guarantee it- the phrase, I like beer, I like beer, probably won't be uttered in this trial, so... It can't be any worse than Kavanaugh. <laughs> that poor guy. He's going to be a meme forever. Anyway, let's uh, let's get to uh, Miriam's comment here, and then we'll move on to the uh, main discussion. Oh. 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 You're going to play? And before somebody says he's pandering to black people, right? It's time that a black woman should be a, in a Supreme Court judge. I mean, I got Sona Maral, fellow Puerto Rican, by the way. I'm loving her. Um, and all six of those black women are more than capable 
of being a Supreme Court judge. Thank you. We had Trump over there. Some, I mean, some of those, I'm not even going to say, those women, all six of them are more incapable of it. They have qualifications. Thank you very much. Very true. Very true. Love that comment. All right, gentlemen. Well, uh, are we ready to uh, move into the discussion of censorship? Oh, yeah. All right, this is fun. I feel like it would have been better kicked off if you had like a boxing ring bell, a sound like ding, ding, ding. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I feel like, you know, I feel like, uh, so Real Talk and I were talking offline here a little bit. And uh, I think he was kind of expecting to rumble. I think that a lot of our opinions here will probably line up a little more than we think. Uh, where there might be some, but we'll see. We'll see. So, um, let's uh, so let's get the uh, let's get this started. So, uh, I guess the reason that I brought this to the table is because of what's been happening recently with with issues like uh, you know critical race theory, uh, and more recently, uh, or actually just a couple of days ago, they I saw that a Tennessee school board had uh, voted to remove the uh, graphic novel Mouse, uh, which is basically like tales uh and, and lessons about about the uh, holocaust and uh well, it is graphic apparently it is uh fairly I, and i've never read it so i i can't i can't sit here and say but has anybody actually seen this uh this graphic novel i have and my my wife my wife actually was like required reading in her high school so it's like um i don't know it's been it's been around for a while it's it's um i've if you ever read a graphic novel it's uh pretty low on the uh the offensive rating Okay. So, I mean, I think agreed, we're seeing like, a lot of like, good. No, I agree. Like, uh, like, like Jordan said, uh, um, one of the high schools that I, that I, I subbed in and taught in, like it was, it was a choir reading and also the, the college bookstore that I worked in also, that was one of the, the books that they had be on the, on the low level uh, English classes. So I'm very familiar with it. Okay. So, I mean, like between that and then like um, what's happening with, with Joe Rogan right now on Spotify and that battle that is ensuing. And uh, even as of recently, like the Twitter stuff with, with uh, Alex Jones and other, other uh, conservative pundits or uh, some, some conservative, some far right um, being uh, deplatformed. Uh, you know, this is a very, very, very sensitive, very controversial issue. So um, that being said, um, do we feel, does the panel feel, uh, censorship has a place in society? Absolutely. Uh, why is that? I will take a, oh, sorry. Oh, they were doing a quick poll. My bad. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I figured, uh, somebody would follow up with them. Well, I'll go ahead. You know, I think it has a place because, you know, number one, I think, and my party is ridiculously the one of shame here is, you know, they misinterpret freedom of speech and censorship. You know, from a constitutional perspective, the only censorship that any citizen is, is guaranteed freedom from is not by the government. But a lot of these private industries, social media, they're crying foul censorship. How dare you silence me? These are private business entities that have the right to do as they please. And we're talking about a party here that invested $250,000 to defend a cake baker's right not to make a gay wedding cake, but is throwing a tantrum because Donald Trump can't tweet stupid shit and grammatical errors anymore. 
And and so for me, you know, I think censorship is important because it provides that balance. You know, if we simply said you have to tolerate in any level of speech, then I think the far right, who I strongly disagree with, would perpetuate some very bad misinformation into our country. Um, you know, and if you want to look at the purest form of freedom of speech constitutionally, if I run a blog or a news site, I have the freedom of speech to allow whoever I want to say what they want and those who I disagree with. I absolutely have the right, you know, not to have them there. Now, does that mean that I agree? No, absolutely not. I think echo chambers are highly counterproductive and dangerous in today's society. And I think that rational people should start to learn to engage with those that think differently instead of silence them. But, I, you know, the more that we try to regulate and define the actions of individuals and private entities, then I think the more that we're pulling away from the foundation and the framework of what this country was built on. Hey, Pop, can you can you mute that guy? Thanks. Um, so just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Bam. Done. Um, yeah, I I uh, I agree. Um, I think that. You know, in general, I, I'm a pretty libertarian when it comes to like the issue of censorship. I feel like the government should just stay the heck out of regulating or censoring um, content in general. I'm probably much more to the, I guess, the the libertarian side when it comes to like what is what is profane, what is obscene. Um, you know, I think, you know, because, you know, why why do you. Why do why do things get censored or why do things get blocked? And typically it's because of religious things, because of morality things, uh, or because of like uh, you know, like LGBTQI stuff, you know, like like, oh, this this book had, you know, going back even to like Dorian Gray, Dorian Gray was censored because it had homoeroticism in it. Um, and you know, they were burning books as far back as uh, the Roman times. Um, you know, so, you know, censorship has been around and, and we've, you know, the, you know, in the eighties, they had, they, they started like putting in the banned book week where they say, this is the, this is the books that are banned. Everybody go out and read them. But that's because in response to like all of the, the historical times of like books that are banned or media that is banned. And, um, I, I just think that, uh, we as a society need to like move beyond, um, telling others what they should think. And uh, intellectual freedom is not um, is not a possibility if we um, decide what you get to, to to read or listen to. I'm waiting for the next guy to jump in. Here's going to jump in. Here is it. And another thing. What's up, brother? I'll jump in. Yeah, um, I'm not a big fan of censorship unless it's you know somebody. Unless it's hate speech, basically, um, you know, you can't you can't scream fire in a movie theater and you should not speak hatred towards any group of people that would thereby cause those people harm. You know, I mean, um, I guess the, the even hate speech in itself causes harm to a certain level. But you know what I'm saying? Because our country has a horrible history of, you know, certain groups of people you know whoever's on that section of the totem pole at that time depending on what point in history but you know things have not worked out for lots of different groups of people so i think the only answer to if somebody doesn't like 
this that the speech instead of censoring and less speech the only answer is more speech right counter it start your own podcast and talk about what you think right but um yeah i think it's a really really slippery slope when we start canceling people this whole cancel culture thing you know like i've been kicked off of facebook for i can't tell you how many times and one of them for saying for calling somebody out on hate speech on their post but like a word i used got you know triggered the i you know the uh, ai or whatever so yeah i'm not a fan of, cen of censorship of course in you know in, in hate speech can't be tolerated um at all you know there's kids that are committing suicide because of uh, social media hate speech and and bullying um so but so I have a question general, for, that, yeah. Dave. I have a question for Dave because you know obviously I think principally most people would agree you know hate speech is bad but you know I guess it's a question or more a thought and I'm curious in your response you know I think what we see today is maybe things that are not nice but not necessarily the reach of hate speech, but it's a lot easier for people to label everything hate. So I'll give you an example. I got banned on stereo for a little bit because I said there was only two genders. And and they said that was hate speech. You know, speech that you don't agree with you too? does not make it hateful. But unfortunately, I think there is a segment of society that labels something that they don't agree with as hateful. And so we run into issues where, you know, if we're okay with banning hate speech, we're leaving it up to the people making decisions as to what is or is not hateful. I completely agree with you. And you're, and that's the difference between something being offensive and something being hate speech. The word was escaping me at the time. So if it doesn't incite violence against a certain group of people, then I don't consider it hate speech, right? Um, you can be extremely offended. Well, that's what a freaking radio dial or a TV remote is for. Change the channel, change the station, move on down the road, do what you got to do. You do you doesn't mean you got to cancel that person, right? But don't you think uh, declaring to um, someone who's trans that they don't exist um, could cause them to commit violence to themselves or others to commit violence towards them? Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, so I would never kind of to me. I would never direct a statement at a person personally, but I agree that there are two genders. I mean, because gender is a biological thing, right? So yeah. sexuality, myriad of ways to express that, right? But gender, there's really three. You know, the uh, hermaphrodite, which is a a kind of a you know combination of the two in some varying percentages in one way or the other, depending, and then male and female. It's, it's Is that doesn't have, it doesn't have anything to do opposite. with feelings. No, What's no, I, actually you're wrong. Like what you're describing is sex, so biologic sex. Gender is in your brain. Right. Sex is in your DNA. It's the same thing. So let's, uh, so yeah, see, the language, has, let's, uh, let's the language has changed. Well, let, well, let's circle. I don't want to get anyway. too deep into the woods on, yeah. on gender and sex yet, because that's not that that's actually another topic for another day. But, um, yep. Cannon, what did you think? You you were unmuted there. What 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 was your opinion on censorship there, brother? 
No, I, I believe it, you know it, it has its merit. It, it's it, you know it, I believe with everyone on the panel itself. But I do I do think citizenship has its place in our society. But as uh, another thing, saying towards the end, it says there's a difference between citizenship and counterculture. You know, or or that aspect of okay, you said something so offensive to me that now we we're all going to you know dog pile on you and try to get you you know get you canceled out or censored in your own right. So we want to hear your voice. Um, I think every you, you can't just lump every situation as one big tent. I think every situation should be looked at in, in whatever the words and the, um, the subject or what it was being talked about. And um, yeah, that's actually well on that one. And um, what, I, I don't want you to study the, the whole word adorable, but the um, what was the phrase? What was the term you used again? Or if you send it to me on Instagram, because I wasn't sure what the term you said you used. I got to get kicked off. And you're not comfortable using it on the show. Adorable? No, he got kicked off because he said there was only two genders, I think. And another thing didn't say what word got him kicked off. Okay. Right. Okay, sorry. Stereo is triggering itself right now. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> No, I I, uh, I was having a, a slight connection issue. Uh, what was that? What was that last question or statement? No, um, you weren't cleared up for me. I thought you you said what you said, but like it was actually um, another thing. Was, was he didn't say the term he used, and I'm, I'm perfectly comfortable if you not if you don't want to use it on on the show. Well, uh, anyway, let's uh, let's continue on here. Uh, so, we come to Mister Real Talk. What are your thoughts yeah. here, brother? What's your what's your initial thoughts here? Um, I I personally don't. Well, I mean, obviously, I don't believe in censorship by the government, really, in any sense. Um, I I'm I morally object to censorship by big business, although I recognize. Uh, that they have a right to do so. Um, I mean, I, I kind of don't. I guess, I guess, in my, in my baseline, I just really don't see a point to censorship, um, but really of any sort. Um, you know, people, regardless of where they're going to uh, spew whatever vial they choose, uh, will be spewed, right? Um, and really trying to limit public access. By uh, by controlling our virtual sidewalks is not is not really working, right? They just find new platforms. They they go outside. They go into like these these weird little chat rooms, um, and it really just dis and it really uh, it creates a disenfranchisement of con it, it just takes away from conversation, right? I mean, much people always say, well, you know, you can't change somebody who's spewing, you know, I'll go to hate speech. Which, which is true, you, know, you might not be able to change that one person, but you can definitely have um, open debate, which can certainly um, change the, the people who are listening to them, right? You can definitely affect their, their constituents, which is what you want to do. You want to take away their base. So I, I guess, um, I don't know. I mean, to, I guess to some of the examples that Bjorn or and another thing said, I'm kind of under the impression that if you don't like what's being said, you have block buttons, you can change the channel, you can choose to disassociate with somebody. Um, if someone says mean things to you, you can walk away. 
you know, and like I do believe that, you know, we do have laws, but you just can't follow people around and, you know, berate them with insults. I mean, that that's illegal, but, you know, at that point you're harassing them or in some places it would be a, you'd like a civil disturbance is what they call it or a, or a peace disturbance. But, you know, if someone says mean things to me, you know, I can't, I, I can't, I can't be so brittle. I have to just kind of pick up and move on. And ultimately, you know, we can't legislate tolerance either in our society. We can't, we can't moderate or, or um, block or censor our way to tolerance. And, and and often cases, I find that the the censorship makes people more intolerant because now they feel targeted. And while we might not care about that, we should care about the ramifications, right? So I guess my 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 uh, my baseline position here is just no, on all fronts. So you so you seem so you take the position of like nothing, nothing should be censored in terms of like speech. No. Or like, are you no, just talking in general? I mean, I'm talking in general. Like, I don't go as far as like written text, uh, signs. Um, it, you know, nothing should really be censored. Like people's ability to uh, associate and deassociate with you is in our rights. Businesses' ability to put you out is in their rights. Your ability to be moderated off a platform, so within that business rights, there, there's plenty of control mechanisms. Um, but ultimately, I think that this just um, this creates this creates echo chambers and it creates um, extremism in our society. In my personal opinion. I mean, the only reason I wanted to clarify is because, like, there are some instances, like, like I mean, would you say, like, other than things that are like we deem illegal, like, obviously, we would want to censor things like child pornography, right? Because obviously that's illegal and we shouldn't want people like, right. not only we shouldn't yeah. want to like, you know what I mean? Like stuff like that. Like, I just want to clarify in, on that sense. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're, not, you're just advocating I'll, I'll for things that are perfectly legal. You go ahead. Yeah, I'll clarify. So, so things that I would deem, th things that you know, I would deem, you know, the, the obvious, like, yeah, I'm not advocating that we, we put like child porn on, on, you know, the, the like mainstream media or, you know, I would, you know, stuff like stuff like that. I, I'm not advocating. I'm not advocating that people get to like, um, like, you know, um, I, I would, you know, I guess I would say like, if a group of people are seriously conspiring to like, murder, I mean, we're, things we have laws against basically, right? You can't like conspire to, to like murder people, right? And then get the means to do so. Like that is illegal. Like you can be arrested for conspiracy to a crime. So no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for it. Thanks okay. for for. Uh, yeah, thank you. Any of people in the audience or you guys that think that this guy, I'm mean, like on some like weird, uh, <laughs> 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 a weird trade over here. Well, I mean, like I'm assuming you also mean the other, the other things like incitement or fighting words as well. I'm assuming as well. Or no, libel. No, no, no. I don't mean that. If if you're if you're enticed to physical violence based on words, I think that's. That that's a lack of maturity on your end. If people can say mean things, and your response is to put your hands on them, that's your fault. You should walk away from that situation. Mm -hmm. Now, if if somebody physically touches you, that's a different story. But if you call me mean words or racial slurs, might punch you. Where I would I would argue we're both in the wrong. I as an adult should understand the ramifications of physically assaulting people, and we as society should not make exceptions. Um, that based on words, we get to hurt people, but also you had no right to uh, basically disturb my peace 
if you want to put it that way, in some states by rate by hurling racial epithets. So the law can take care of both these things, and oftentimes it does. Yeah, and and you're the expert on this more than I am, but I most places fighting words is also illegal, right? It is. I just don't agree with it. Okay. You know, on the whole incitement, you know, and, and something that I just kind of want to bring up, I'm curious everyone else's thoughts. So, you know, we, we talk about you, you can't yell fire, you know, in, in a closed building because it could incite <coughs> a rationality that causes harm. <coughs> I would almost argue, you know, I hear a lot of conservatives talking about Oh, Project Veritas, oh, this person, you know, they're just spreading information about COVID. And I'm not talking about a difference of opinion. It, you know, I'm talking about people that actually just spread misinformation. You know, the conspiracies about Bill Gates hiding microchips in the vaccine, etc. I don't have a problem with those things being censored or removed, because yeah. I would almost argue uh, that the rationality that people saying misinformation about the virus are just false things that are resulting in people making decisions that could insult incite bodily harm i would say that that's no different than yelling fire well it, I, that rumor I, 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 didn't that can i respond to that one real quick that yeah, yeah, that yeah, rumor yeah, didn't yeah, stop yeah. me from getting the jab but i but i'll tell you what i did go get a high powered magnet and run it all over my arm where they injected me <laughs> i'm not going to lie <laughs> yep <laughs> um I, I think that's the whole deal with the whole spotify um spotify versus uh, uh neil young and um well, joe rogan thing he goes on his show it has like what 12 over 11 million uh, followers or whatever, and he spots disinformation about vaccinations. And I, I mean, <clears throat> you know, as a business, you know, Spotify realizes, like, you know, who are we going to drop? You know what I mean? And Hank won't be Joe Rogan. You know what I mean? So, but if he's on the show continuously, you know, you know, jimming up, like, you know, um, various different misinformation, I would rather him be at a situation like either they come to him and tell him, hey, man, either stay off that topic or what have you or something. I'm not sure, but I don't. Uh, yes, I have to agree with you with that one. Uh, I have to. I really do. Yeah, I guess I like am. Um, I'm conflicted um, because I think on one hand, I. I I'm super, I was super happy when Trump got deplatformed. Um, I like it when like. COVID deniers and anti-vaxxers get like banned from Facebook um, on all those things. And I think that I can definitely see why those companies make that decision. Heck, even here on the on the table, you know, if people start saying a bunch of wild things, we're going to like censor them because we don't want, we want this to be more of a, you know, a, a reasoned conversation, not people talking over each other and yelling at each other. So we're going to censor people here. Uh, and just like us and our will, you know, the, the creators of Facebook or Twitter or whatever, they can decide what they want to, to you know, pr to put out there. Um, and so if they if they say, hey, we realize that, like, because we're so big that people sharing misinformation, um, whether it be about from the Russian elections being stolen or COVID or whatever, is potentially damaging to society. So we as a company are saying we're not going to really, like, 
be party to that because we don't have to be because we control this. This is our company and we can like we can cut it out. Um, the other the other part of me says, well, Facebook has become so ubiquitous that is it is it really just the public square where everyone can just like go say whatever crazy thing they want and it's our job to like figure it out? I don't know. I mean, I think from like um, the personal level, I'm happy to like banhammer all of those people like from like a like a spocky and deep philosophical level it it i question you know whether that's the right approach um as from like kind of like real talks position yeah i mean i think it's like it's very interesting because i feel like there is merit to the idea of like censoring uh people like alex jones right who has a a wide who has a like a, a certain appeal and and like we've seen the impact of his words and the dangers that they present right like you you've seen when he sits there and spouts about uh you know uh elite pedophiles running underground sex rings out of a pizza shop and then a man with a gun like as much as i would like to think like oh well you know it's it's that guy with the gun's fault right but like if this guy was never exposed to that he wouldn't have walked into that pizza shop thinking that there's this this secret layer of of the secret network of tunnels with with being you know with children in him you know he walked in there with a gun and like <laughs> so that's you know i mean like i think to an extent i understand where you're coming from there real talk i do but the the reality is is like there just aren't that many critical thinkers in society i feel like i think that's becoming less and less especially with like uh education being pushed to the back uh, of of society and and you're seeing a lot of this now where people are just being led by uh people who claim to be experts right like um even even joe rogan like as much as like i i i you know, listen i don't think joe rogan should be deplatformed i don't i think some of his episodes should probably be taken off because i think they there's just not complete nonsense and i think it does harm to uh it does more harm than good uh but you know i i the idea that these people have no influence or no power over people is just, I don't think that's realistic. And and unfortunately that's the case. And and I wish it wasn't, but it is. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I, it's tough. It's tough. Um, anyway, what, uh, I'm sorry. You, did you want to respond at all real talk? No, no, no. This is your next part. Oh, I got no next part right now. If you guys wanted to, uh, Oh, oh uh, sorry. I thought you were about, I thought you were about but, to say something else. Yeah, I just wanted to respond real quick. Like the media, the mainstream media, it gets caught. So that's such a slippery slope because who do we censor and who has the choice, right? Because the mainstream media lied us hook, line, and sinker into the Iraq war, right? All of them like, weapons of mass destruction, weapons of mass destruction, right? And it was ridiculous. Hook, you know, they were just in lockstep with the government, with Bush and Cheney at that moment. And um, they never retracted anything, never went back, never apologized. It's just swept under the rug. Like, duh, 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 don't look over here, you know? So that stuff happens all the time. So, you know, I think it's we start canceling certain people and then only the people with the power to not be canceled are left, right? Well, I, I have to disagree to a certain extent. At the time, yes, the, like you know, the mainstream media, you know, the you know, either be on like the uh, uh, CBS, CNN, all those at the time. You know, remember they were like, you know, you had Tom Brokaw, like you know, on the side of a helicopter, whatnot, saying this is what the most Protestant him, the American, to see this thing going down. 
Um, mm -hmm. I think as we revisited history 20 years later after 9-11 and going into the war or whatever, I think they, they're kind of, they're exposed themselves to the fact that they jumped on a little bit too soon. You know, I, I think they've not atoned, but at least brought the fact up that they were a little bit too um, excited to just jump in on that. So, yeah. So, like I guess I have to disagree with you just a little bit on that. On that, on that too. Yeah. I mean, so, I, I guess... I guess we have to kind of decide, though, like as a society, like what are our limits and why are our limits there, right? And then we have to also decide um, how much personal uh, accountability are we going to alleviate from people. So, you know, it when when I see when I see people making arguments about you know the congressman who was shot at the baseball game or you know, the, the rhetoric of Donald Trump and these politicians and then these people go out and they do, um, they do these acts of violence and people say, well, it's the politician's fault, it's the politician's fault. I say, well, but, but is it? I mean, but is it? Because that person, that person that did that action was no, was no closer to being rational enough to not do that action prior to whatever he heard. Right. So the right. issue there was, was far deeper than a couple sentences mm -hmm. from somebody or 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 what they believed to be like this dog whistle had a nod from somebody. It, this person was just waiting is what that tells you. He was waiting for an for a, an opportunity to do or to or to perceive a message in a way to do something terrible. Right. And then That's it becomes a, great a slippery point. well then becomes a slippery slope of what does that mean? We saw this with um God, what's her name? Something Waters, I think. Um, Maxine Waters. Maxine Waters. Yeah, people like lost their mind during the Floyd protest and the Floyd trial when she made her, you know, her infamous line, well, get more confrontational in the streets. And people are like, she's advocating for violence. And it's like, you know, why I thought that was ridiculous. Some people might say, but what if that trial turned out different? And what if things got violent? Would she be responsible for using words like that? inflammatory, strong language. Um, so I don't, I mean, I don't know. I guess that those are the questions I start asking myself when we start discussing censorship either by the government or by corporations. And I, I really do stand strong though by the fact that while I know I can't do anything about it and I really don't want to because I do appreciate the businesses and their rights. I really do think that social media should stop censoring things. Like just kind of, unless it's like blatantly illegal, obviously, but I don't think I just don't think this is a net good at this point. Adorable, you were you were would, unmuted there for a second. Did you? I know you were about to say something. I didn't want. I wanted to give you the opportunity to to say what you wanted to say. Yeah. So for me, I you know, and, and this is kind of something you were saying is, um, you know, about speech and just general things that incite violence. Is, is this is what I would say. You know, the people that generally commit the acts of violence as a result of speech, you know, the, the orator themselves, whether it was Hitler, whether it was Donald Trump, whether it was white supremacists, it's pretty clear that they're very strategic and, and oftentimes very intelligent people that really do understand how to say something and get people to react a certain way. And, and the reason is that the people who generally react are doing so out of fear. And, and fear is a very strong emotion. And the more that people get sucked into hearing some of these messages that are very harmful, 
without hearing the opposing view, the more likely they're continue to foster in that fear and, and commit acts of violence. And so what I would challenge, and we've seen this with spaces like Parler, where conservatives just started leaving mainstream social media and running into these platforms that became nothing but a Republican echo chamber, and the conspiracy was just running rampant, and there was nobody to challenge the opposing view. And so as much as a Hitler, we would really like to say, let's remove that speech uh, and, and deplatform it. I think really the ultimate way to combat the implications of their speech is to give them the opportunity to be public so that just as equally the opposing side can be public and present their views. Because if you put these people into hiding, it's not going to stop the message from spreading. They're going to find a way to communicate with their people. The difference is that when they do it in hiding or secrecy, there's no opportunity to try to spread a message that's counter to what they're saying and hopefully convince people that that's not the right approach or not the right philosophy to buy into. Right. So, but I guess like, I, I guess where I'm coming from is like, if you look at what happened on January 6th, right, that's a perfect example. Um, we knew what this message, we knew the message was being spread, right? Like the, the big lie, you know, that the election was stolen, um, you know, that, that Joe, Bi- you know, Donald Trump was actually the winner and that, you know, Democrats had conspired against uh, you know, through mail-in voting fraud or whatever they wanted, whatever excuse they came up with. And, you know, because that message was so widespread and became so mainstream, you had average people marching alongside uh, literal uh, fascists and, and, and Nazis. You know, you, you had people, you know, uh, like, you know, your neighbor, or I don't say your neighbor, but, you know, just in a general sense, like, you know, somebody who could be your neighbor marching alongside some dude with a, you know, a six million wasn't enough T-shirt. You know, so like, I don't know. Like, listen, I'm all for the First Amendment, but I feel like too often um, it's used as a crutch to justify, you know, and, and and like, I think these people know it. Like somebody like Steve Bannon, who, you know, I think poses a a significant threat to democracy around the world, not just the United States, but around the world. Because if you look what he's doing, He's leading a massive push of uh, populist and uh, nationalist slash Christian uh, uh, propaganda, you know, a propaganda campaign. And yeah. yeah, so I mean, like, I think there's there's something to be said about not giving, you know, maybe not necessarily censoring these guys, but I mean, like, I, what they consider censoring is basically deplatforming, like taking these guys off and not giving them a soapbox and a megaphone to promote their crazy ideals. You know what I mean? Like, even if they go offline, like what was the reach of parlor compared to the reach of something like Twitter? You know, like, do you know, even though I agree that, you know, if, if they want to say things, then sure, let them say things. But like, do we really need to be giving them such a large platform to spread that information on? And, 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 while, I can't, and while I can't agree with that, I also have to ask them, because the, the same people who are going to find Steve Bannon on um, Facebook or Instagram, they're going to find him on Parler or, you know, ArianBrotherhood.org, you know, whatever it is that they're going to be on, they're, <laughs> they're going to find him. The, the real, and I hate to do this to people, but the real culprit are the, the bystanders who come for the, what is my cat doing? The bystanders who come for the drama. You know, we, we feed that. We feed that monster. You know, because we're viewing 
his videos. We're, we're clicking on his posts. We're sharing them with our friends, you know, and we're doing it to, to, to get reactions and, you know, get angry and send them messages and all that stuff. And I tell people, if you just ignore this person, the person will go away. They won't be as significant. So, and we observed this, for instance, on YouTube, right? So YouTube um, was tackling disinformation about uh, the vaccine. So what YouTube ended up doing was basically in instituting a policy that any content creator that, that has found that, that stated misinformation or information without a source um, that, that YouTube could click on to view would be demonetized or views would be deleted. Well, what they found is that even amongst the top podcasters in the world, um, as far as, as far as for, for medical information, the, the leading pod, the, the leading small time podcasters with the most clicks, the most views, the most shares, the most likes were anti, um, vaccine, um, podcasters. And it's because most of their clicks are coming from people who disagree with them. <laughs> so it's like at the same time that you're being a bystander to, to this, to this type of rhetoric, you're, you're also assisting and spreading the rhetoric. So I thought people just ignore this. It will just die because it, has, it won't be on the algorithm. It just won't be even be recognized. Good point. Good point. So I don't. I don't. Does anybody else? I don't want to jump in right away because I've been talking a lot. So I just want to make sure that I. So I want. To, does anybody else have a response to that? Yeah, engagement is engagement, right? So if if it's a bunch of hateful messages. You know, it's still messages, right? That's still like if you leave a bunch of hateful comments under somebody's video, that's still engagement, right? Still affects the algorithm positively for that person. Right. So, but I would like also Real argue, Talk like, look at somebody like Alex Jones, right? So Alex Jones was like one of the largest far right conspiracists on the Internet for the longest time. Right. He was on YouTube. He was on Twitter. He was on like every single platform you could possibly think of. Uh, once YouTube took him off. Once Twitter deplatformed him, uh, what happened to him? You know, so I mean, I do see what you're saying, but at the same time, like not giving these people the opportunity to post a video where you can't click on it, where you can't engage on it then, like does that not accomplish the same thing though? But they kind of just fester in their own like corner for a while. I mean, like Alex Jones, right? But he was he was also spotting the like, you know, the uh, the lie about how you know, uh, you know, Sandy Hook was wasn't real. You know what I mean? Or the school shooting that happened on Valentine's Day um, a couple years back uh, in Florida. That they were play actors, or crisis was it crisis actors or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. And I believe they tried to sue him. And his whole deal was like, oh well, no, I'm I'm playing a part. It's I'm not. These are not necessarily facts that I'm spotting. These are things that I'm just saying, you know, to to like to get my 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 audience all like you know riled up then so you're admitting the fact that you're not telling the truth and you're just doing it for the sake of entertainment so that's why I, something like that i do think should be censored you know but that's that's a slippery slope because um <clears throat> rachel maddow i just watched this clip on the jimmy Dore show where he was responding to you know people wanting to cancel joe rogan and uh, and he showed clips of Joe Rogan and and uh, you know Joe Joe Rogan has never said anything definitively really he's he's asking questions but anyway whatever about that um, but and I totally lost my train of thought I apologize 
Yes. Likewise. I mean, no, Joe Rosen has no, taken no. positions on. on oh, no, no, I got it. I, I, I know what I was going to say. So, so uh, this guy Jimmy Dore on his show, he had a clip of Rachel Maddow, and when the vac, when the when the virus first started, whatever it was, about a year into it, maybe six months, a year into it. So it's an old clip, but still, uh, she said, you know, the vaccine, the the virus stops with the vaccine. If you get the the uh, vaccine, you will not catch the virus. And she says this like definitively, right? She never retracted that. Never went back. Right. So but I guess that's the same thing. There, she's though. talking to a huge audience. She's the news, you know. Right. So, like, if we're talking about, like, censorship in the news, like, shouldn't the news just be strict, like, strictly fact and not opinion? Right. Like, that's the problem, I think, with what we're running into is, like, we're allowing these these uh, people, these these people who are who are who are tasked with reporting fact and news and information, uh, throwing in a lot, a lot of opinion. And people have a heart because of their status, because of who they are, because they're on TV. A lot of people take that as 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 the truth. When then the reality is it's they're injecting their own opinions and their own thoughts, which is, listen, if you want to do it on Twitter or whatever, that's fine, I guess, to an extent, if you're not like a, an incel. But like, you know, somebody like Rachel Maddow talking about the vaccination, that shouldn't be a thing. She's not a fucking doctor. She's not a scientist. Right. So right. like, I, I would argue like censorship can work in, in both ways, not just like silencing crazy nutcases like Alex Jones, but like from just people who are unqualified to speak on certain issues from speaking on them right like rachel maddow absolutely yeah i would support that thank you for tuning in to another episode of and another thing with dave if you're digging what i'm doing picking up what i'm throwing down please do share with friends and on social media until next time keep on digging for the truth